Hi, my name's Tom DiBenedetto, and welcome to the premiere podcast of Been There's. This podcast series will be celebrating the people who have reached the peaks of stardom and lived to tell about it. These are people who have worked hard and became household names, in some cases only for a brief moment in time, but that doesn't matter. They did it. They don't have to do it twice. If you've played Madison Square Garden and now play at a diner, you are still a been there. As in, been there, done that. You don't have to do it twice. Once is enough here on Been There's. Why even the Rolling Stones are having a hard time with sales of their latest album, and that's because taste change and fame is fickle. If you are a been there, we want to talk to you. Because you've got stories that the world needs to hear, sometimes just to get history correct. We sometimes listen to one artist's side of the story and don't hear from someone else who was there and might tell a different story. That's what we're looking for here. Different stories other than the ones we've heard before. Now here's an interview I did with Johnny Rotten, John Lydon, lead singer of The Sex Pistols and Public Image Limited, in January of 2000, where he does just that, sets the record straight on what history may try to say otherwise. Now, it's got some harsh language that I've left in, so if there are young children around, you may want to listen at another time. It is Johnny Rotten, after all. Hello, Tom. Hi, Johnny. I was just wondering I what still... you thought... I'm sorry? I was wondering yeah, I'm telling you... I'm telling them I still have a damn echo on me, so every time I boop, fart, breathe, I can hear it repeated. <laughs> All right, there it stops. Sorry. No and as you can imagine, I, f- I fart an awful lot. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a big problem. Well, first of all, I'd like to know if you've seen the commercials with Monica Lewinsky for that weight loss program, and what do you think of those? Oh, yes! Horrible, right? <laughs> like what weight loss? <laughs> what weight loss? Where? <laughs> It's like a bad Saturday Night Live skit. Well, if she wants to lose, like, 30 pounds of ugly fat, she should cut her head off. (laughs) (laughs) Or would that be her best feature thrown away? Can you imagine a company that would find a spokesman that her only claim to fame is a blowjob for the president? Uh... Uh, I think it's very, very grim, and, and I know that they, uh, the Jenny Craig thing was running into financial problems. Uh, at least that's the rumours. So uh, this is like, uh, I suppose, their last resort. What a one a pick! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta give it up. I mean, that cynicism or incredible stupidity. <laughs> I'm sure they'll lose a customer or two. Oh, for God's sake, come on. I mean, you know, look at her. It's a blob. It doesn't matter how <laughs> tight the corset on her is, it's a bloated blob. Right? And there's no weight loss going on there. <laughs> Apparently, could she, yeah, well, listen to this. Apparently, she won't reveal uh, how much she's being paid for it because uh, I, the rumour is that it's, uh, she has to lose 60 pounds in order to get paid. She's never going to get paid. <laughs> I thought it was like a thousand dollars a pound or something. Oh, come on. As soon as she sees a pound of chocolate on the counter, <laughs> the thousand dollars is of no interest. You'll wind up owing them money. 
<laughs> yes! <laughs> Isn't it a funny world? <laughs> My next question is, what do you think about the way you were portrayed in the movie Sid and Nancy? Not accurate, right? Uh... Ah, uh, annoyed at the time, but looking back on it, it's so stupid and off the mark that it, it really didn't matter. Uh, I never took it too personally, because I, I tend not to. But I do, I do like, do like not to tolerate, uh, character sabotage. Uh, I thought, uh, as other band members, we were all treated quite bad. Uh, Paul Cook was represented as a, a rather tubby, spotty chap, which is completely not true. Uh, I was just this champagne-drinking, baked bean-eating idiot. Uh, really had nothing to do with the pistols. It's, it's, it's absurd, really. Yeah. And, and the whole thing propagating the, the Sid mythology, that he he somehow was responsible for it all. It, it's kind of sad. And, and Sid was my mate. And he would be very angry with that representation of him. You think? I know so. Sid was as honest as me about things like that. You know, none of us ever want to grab credit where it isn't due. I guess I could see that. And and uh, another question is, what did you think about the band Green Day? I mean, it seemed like they were trying so hard to be you. Mm. Uh. <coughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Please, no. If anything, they sound more like The Clash. Yeah. Uh, I know you're not except no, but no Except nobody could really imitate Joe Strummer as guttural, uh, unintelligible babble. Uh, so, you know, they had to get someone that could actually, like, speak some words. <laughs> I just saw Joe Strummer's uh, solo act in New York City about a month or so ago. Right, I seen him on a... Was it a HBO thing? Yeah, they taped it. They taped the show on Yeah. Oh, right. Well, was that the highlights on HBO then? I think they only showed two songs. I actually didn't see it... the um, I actually didn't see the HBO show. I know right. he pissed a lot of people off in the audience because he comes out and you know in between songs all of a sudden out of nowhere he just screams Christianity sucks and you know, people <laughs> just, it just didn't seem to fit in. You know, it just what <laughs> no. was that all about? <laughs> and then he went into he the tries, next song. He tries so it. hard. Listen, what's going on with him is he tries so hard to be politically correct and angst-ridden and have a point of view, when he actually doesn't have a point of view at all. <laughs> and, that, and that's why he comes out with banal, ridiculous statements like that, but that he thinks is free-form, wonderful insight into the way the world works. Right, right. You can see what he tried to make it sound like, but it wound up coming out like, you know, just... Like, exactly what you said, that he's saying it just for the sake of uh, sounding, you know, a certain way. Yeah, well, really pathetic of him, don't you think? Well, you I know. think so, yeah. I mean, you know, again, not to, like, you know, swing my praises too much, but when I deal with religion, I deal with them in a song. <laughs> well, yeah, at least they you know. And my attacks are highly structured, and they're not just uh, this sloganeering thing. I've always said I hated this about The Clash. All their songs seem to be slogans with no substance behind it. Sten guns in Knightsbridge, for instance. I mean, you know, what's that? A B movie? <laughs> a friend of mine is a really big fan of you, and she's a really big fan of The Clash. And I mm -hmm. send her copies of your show. I, I tape it onto a cassette tape, and I send it to her. And she doesn't uh, know what to think because she likes the both of you. 
Well, she should think exactly what she thinks. That's what I said. Just because I, I just because I don't like them, don't mean you shouldn't. That's what I said. You know, you this is just much. this is my opinion, and in the world I live in, my opinion is as valid as anybody else's about me. Right. You and know, you can have two friends that hate each other, but you know, you don't have to pick sides. Absolute. Oh, look, you know, look, I don't like the clash, but that doesn't stop Mick Jones being a mate. Oh, is that right? Yeah, How, it doesn't. It doesn't get in the way, but it does with someone like Joe because he takes things so damn personally. Because he's confused as to what the real issues of the world are. I, gu I guess you've met him. Ah, oh, I know them all really well. Do you? Well, we all grew up in London. You know, you couldn't hardly avoid each other. We gave them their first gig, supporting us. Really? Well, I gotta wait. I'm waiting for the documentary of yours to come out. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. When does that hit uh, yeah. America, Dina? Uh, well, I'm airing it at the Sundance Festival in January. I think it's on the 23rd or the 26th. You're really going to go to that thing, huh? I'm going to go with a vengeance. <laughs> You're going to make them sorry they invited you, right? <laughs> Whoa, I'm on a Janine Groveler hunt. <laughs> and if I can get caught me, I'm going to get her to speak her mind. Well, I just ah, fuck off! <laughs> I just hope they're filming it. <laughs> I'm taking the camera crew. Ah, oh, that'd be great. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it for the second episode in uh, Rotten TV. Oh, yeah, and when is that coming out? Any idea? Uh, the first episode should air on the 23rd, I believe. Oh, yeah? I'll be watching it. You know, don't expect, like, to, to, the world to suddenly shift access. It's just a show. <laughs> it's, a, it's amazing to me, anyway, that I, I've even been given an opportunity to be on the air. I'm not surprised. Let alone, you, I, let alone a whole show. But let, let's face it, you know, I do, I, I work at this, and uh, I, I don't ever accept rejection, and I keep at and at and at a thing until it works. Well, I know you don't like compliments, but you're an interesting guy, and you're fun to watch, and I'm looking forward to seeing it when it comes on. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, eh? I never thought, I mean, I, I listen to your show every week since it's been on, and I never thought I'd agree so much with a guy who who came out back in 77 singing I Am the Antichrist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Did you write have, that? Have, stra have stranger things happened? <laughs> did you write that song? Of course I did. Oh no, Malcolm McLaren must have written it. No, I That's know. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, he's the brains behind everything you ever did in your life, you know. That's the way, uh, at, least, that's at least the way the press sees it. Well, he's not even the brains behind everything he did in his life. <laughs> right. Well, no one believes all that stuff about that, so don't worry about it. I know, I know. But it is fun to, like, to, to raise it. Because uh, it, it is surprising how, how many people like to live on a lie, you know? And to, to grab whatever accolades they can from someone else. I think it, it really, and why I point this out all the time about, you know, people like Malcolm, etc., etc., is because I think you should have fun laughing at people that are so desperate they have to live in other people's shadows. <laughs> you know, it's like, fuck off, Malcolm, my shoes are way too big for you. Well, that's what they say about managers. When you can't do it yourself, you manage. Yeah. <laughs> and you manage to run away with the money. <laughs> That's all I've ever seen them do. <laughs> so are you going to vote for him? Uh, I am. Right. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> because I think it's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Malcolm as the mayor of London is, is such a genius farce. 
Right. You, you've got to say that that's just in such poor taste. <laughs> yeah, you think it's poor taste, huh? Uh, yes and no. I agree with some of his, uh, his policies that might be perceived as wacky, but legalizing uh, brothels is <laughs> wonderful. Well, you know, that a stops a... That stops a major health problem, and having them opposite the Houses of Parliament, as I've said, it's just hysterically great. They don't have too far to walk at that point. Yeah, you, see, you know where all your MPs are. You know, they <laughs> cannot avoid the camera crews any longer. <laughs> Superb. Well, that's all I had really to ask you, Johnny, but it was a real nice right. pleasure talking to you. Yeah, you too. Have a nice yeah, night. All righty. Bye-bye. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Thin Bears. We hope you've enjoyed it and that you've learned something you didn't know before. Remember, if you are a Thin there, we want to talk to you about stories you'd like to share and what you're up to now, or even if you're not a Thin there and you just have an idea for a future guest on the show, email us. You can email us at info at binthers.com. Our website addresses are binthers.podbean.com and binthers.com. So thanks for listening, and we look forward to bringing you our next episode, and we hope you'll join us. So long for now.